The ego is insane. What is an ego? Where did it come from? How does it affect me? Does everyone even have an ego? These are some of the common questions people tend to ask themselves. And today I'm going to answer those questions to the best of my current ability. You see, I don't know everything. I only know what I've learned on my journey through my mentors, my studies and my research. So sit down, put your headphones on, find somewhere nice to relax or listen to me on your way to work because you are listening to Positive Mindset Project and I'm your host, Mark Provitz. Now, I'm going to ask you just one small favour. Please like, rate, subscribe to my podcast. Yes, I know you're busy and you're used to streaming and getting everything you like for free. Though, for me, I'm trying to grow my audience to 100,000 subscribers. And without your acknowledgement and your generosity, I just can't do that. So could you please help me out? Like, subscribe, rate and share. You can even share my videos on social media. Now, let's start with the definition of the ego. The word ego is Latin for I. It's our identity. It's the story we tell ourselves about ourselves. And that story will be the most important story you ever tell. Now, the ego is all about self. We have many terms like egotism, egocentric, superego, egomania. Now, the use of the word ego becomes prominent in the works of the famous German psychologist, Sigmund Freud. Now, Sigmund Freud believed that our ego was formed in our childhood right up to adulthood through our experiences, and they create our belief system and our value system. They just creates the model of the world or the perception that we have of the world. So as I said before, we really are a product of our environment. There is a famous saying that says we are the sum total of the five people we spend the most amount of time with. And I do believe there is a lot of truth in that. There are some cases where people prefer their own company and they don't socialize a lot and they do a lot of reading and they pretend to be a little bit more uninhibited free thinking and in most cases go out looking for other intellects or free thinkers like themselves. That's if they have the social skills to do that. Now let's take a look at some of those figures who really were affected by their ego. Now to find some of those really huge egotistic people we only have to look at history and we find figures such as Howard Hughes. Do you remember the film The Aviator where he manufactured that amazing aircraft called the Spruce Goose? Now, this thing was completely made of wood and it only ever flew once and you can actually see it in a museum in the US. Now, Howard Hughes actually came from a very successful family in the US who had millions and millions of dollars running their company. Now, his father created that wealth, and after he passed away, Howard Hughes decided to go a completely different direction in something he knew nothing about. He decided to be an inventor. Now, Howard had all these advisors telling him to stay the course. We have everything in this company to be successful, and he wouldn't listen, fired a lot of them, ended up lonely, 
And in the end of his life, they actually asked him or they said to him, you've had an amazing life, Howard. And he turned around and said, no one would have wanted to have my life. You see, he ended up dying broke. He lost all his friends. He lost all his money. He had this opulent lifestyle, just blowing money left, right and centre. And he basically, because of his huge ego, just went down in flames with everything. So that's a true example of how your ego really is insane. If people knew what my life was really like, they wouldn't want to have lived it. There's a different perspective on that. Now, look at somebody like Napoleon, for example. Now, there's someone who had a huge ego, small man, big ego. And he took over France. He took over the whole of Western Europe. And he got all the way up to Russia and they advised him against doing that. He tried to take Russia when it was near winter. His troops starved, they died, and it was a massive failure. And he was basically betrayed, removed, and put into prison on an island in the Mediterranean, only to escape. He didn't learn his lesson. He escaped and went back to try to take over government again. And he did so, and then he was arrested and put onto the island of Elba, where he spent the rest of his life in exile. He was another amazing person with amazing abilities and skills. There's no doubt about that. But he wasn't willing to listen to advisors or the will of the people when you think about it. And I think there is a lesson in that for all of us. Now, on the other side, you could take an icon like Malcolm X. Now, did you know Malcolm X was a gangster? In his early years, he was running protection rackets, robbing people, doing all sorts of criminal activities. And when he was arrested, he was found with a cache of weapons, many stolen goods from the robberies he'd committed. And he was sent to prison for many years. And it was pretty difficult for him in the beginning. He was only 20 years of age. Now, with all that time to think, all that time on his hands, he could have just become an even better criminal, like so many do. Though, to his credit, he read every book he could on self-improvement and self-development. And he was just making himself a better version of himself. And when he was asked what jail was like for him, he replied, for me, jail was like just going to college. I studied nonstop until the day I was released. Now, that's a person who definitely tamed his ego and turned his life around, and he went on to inspire millions of people. Our ego can be such a hard thing to self-regulate. We tend to surround ourselves with all the usual trophy cars, boats, houses, and many cases, even girlfriends and wives, and a lot of those people can't even afford that. They just struggle long, in denial, never asking for help. They sit there asking themselves, why did this happen to me? How do I get myself out of this situation so that I can prove to everyone that I am as great as they think I am? 
They never consider asking for help or advice from their peers because that would be a sign of weakness. You see, we are conditioned by social media and our environment to compare ourselves with all those high society celebrities. It's in your face every day. You see the celebrities, they're strutting their staff. We even get into debt trying to emulate them. Half the time, it's all just one big show. And we think that's what success means. Though behind the facade is all one big publicity stunt that goes on for years with everyone thinking, wow, look how amazing they are. You know the Brad Pitt, Angelina, Kardashians, you've seen them all before. Now, everyone sits there in amazement. What they don't realise is this is all just one big facade so that they can continue to remain famous and they can prolong their careers to make as much money as possible. And for them to ask for help, well, that's taboo. And that is a sign of weakness because their egos are so massive. And what usually happens is some kind of breakdown, either with a marriage or a midlife crisis. And we've seen that happen with many celebrities. One thing I've learned from my time in French culture is that they refer to a crisis in our teens, a crisis in our 20s and a crisis in our 30s. And so on, like we're in this continual crisis. And I have had people ask me, is it possible to spend our life in at one continual crisis? And I had to think about that for a while. And I'd have to say yes, because if you are not growing as a person, you'll continue to make those same mistakes over and over and your massive ego will lead you down on the wrong path. And you'll wander blindly into another crisis and something you should have known better. Can you remember when we were teenagers and our parents or our family members were trying to give us advice and we were there thinking, what would they know? They're too old. They don't understand. Well, it turns out they weren't too old to understand because they grew up just like we did, although in another era, which was slower, but they face the same sort of human problems that we all do. You see, your ego is why you are right here, living the current life you are living now. Now, if you're happy and content, congratulations, you've done it, that's amazing. And if you're telling yourself you're happy and you're really not, that's called denial. So if you're not happy, those changes you need to make may come in the form of personal development and self-growth and having empathy for others. Please remember, just because you failed at something, it doesn't mean you're weak, useless, stupid, or even a failure. It means you're learning and evolving. This is part of natural evolution. Understand this, no one is permanently successful all the time. Not everyone finds success on their first attempt. We just don't. This is how we learn. When we make a mistake or do something wrong, this is how we learn. The ego 
will allow you to keep making that mistake and telling yourself that it's other people's fault. And that's the way you can be in denial of the fact that you're not learning. And that is the ego telling you that. Our ego not only leaves us unprepared for our circumstances that we find ourselves in, it sometimes has a lot to do with the occurrences of those circumstances in the first place. And the way through this obstacle requires a new strategy and an increased self-awareness of our own weakness and to understand that and to acknowledge that. Now, we don't need to feel sorry for ourselves or to blame others. In fact, we need to find those mentors who can guide us. And that may be learning a new skill, that may be going back to school, or just reading some self-help or self-development books. One thing I know for sure, patience and self-awareness and understanding of others will be key to moving forward. We all know the feeling we get when people disrespect us or criticise us. It doesn't feel nice. If somebody doesn't share our model of the world, our egos threaten. And instead of hating or disliking them or being outraged or offended, well, we could look at it from their point of view from time to time and even learn something. Instead of letting our ego take over, one thing I do know for sure, that is the ego is insane. And without self-awareness and continual growth, we tend to end up living a life full of arguments, disputes, divorces, and being estranged from our family and friends. And that can go on for years until one day we realise we're all alone and it can't be everyone else's fault. We all know how it feels when you're in a room with that one person with the big ego and it feels like there's this invisible balloon pushing against you. They take the oxygen out of the room and there you are walking on eggshells trying to appease that massive ego just to keep the peace. Now, this can be exhausting for those people trying to keep the peace and people with the huge ego, they tend to find themselves being quite lonely. And because of their lack of self-awareness and empathy for others, they just don't understand why they feel so alone. And you see on the flip side, many of those egomaniacs, narcissistic people, you'll find early in life they'll have a lot of people associating and hanging around with them and they're usually surrounded by a lot of people. Now, these people, they don't consider to be their equal. They consider these people to be their subordinates. And these subordinates hang around or associate with these massive egotistical people because they're just looking for validation from somebody who they consider to be at a higher station in their life. These egotistical people, or the ego itself, requires huge amounts of energy. You see, people with big egos tend to suck energy out of people and leave them drained after they've 
have their interaction. And that's why they need to be surrounded by a lot of people that they can control and suck the energy out of. And you'll you'll notice this trait now that you've listened to this when you see those certain egotistic people. What to do about this? Well, it's written right there in the Bible. And I wouldn't consider myself a traditional religious person, though there's a lot of good advice there. Know thyself. Once you know yourself or thyself, once you've done that self-development, you'll be able to spot those egomaniacs and you'll be able to stop yourself in your tracks when you are being an egomaniac. <laughs> Now, if you'd like to know a little bit more about this, you could contact me at markproberts.com or on social media because it just so happens that I run breakthrough sessions for people and we go through removing negative emotions, negative beliefs, negative structures, really so that you can learn to love yourself and be at peace with yourself and others. And that's the greatest gift of all. We're here to learn. Now, you've been listening to Mark Probert's on Positive Mindset Project. Please like, subscribe, and share my podcast. I really appreciate you taking time out to listen to me today. And if nobody told you, I love you, appreciate you, and have an amazing day. Thank you. Thank you.